God has a power for you, my friend, beyond your human comprehension or beyond your human capabilities. And he wants you to live in this place of power every single day of your life. You don't want to miss today's program as we talk about the power of God demonstrated in you. This is a jolt of joy on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Carol McLeod. Our current Bible study is entitled, You Were Made for This. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. We're studying and determining exactly what the last part of this verse means, in the strength of his might. We learned yesterday that this word strength is a Greek word, kratos, and it means demonstrated power. There's only one place to get it, from the Lord, but it's a power that demonstrates itself in a human being. Kratos power was the kind of power that was demonstrated on Easter morning when Jesus rose from the dead. And it's the same kind of power that Paul is talking about as he says, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. The instant that Kratos power meets a human being, it seeks an avenue of release so that it might demonstrate itself. God gives you Kratos power to accomplish some superhuman task. Paul knew that before he could begin discussing the enemy or the armor of God, that he had to cover this issue of power. Because without Kratos power, you better not engage in any battle or you are going down. We cannot stand against the deeds of darkness in our own strength. It's an impossibility. But with Kratos power, the devil is absolutely no match for us. We are easily able to overcome his strategies and wiles. And how can we do this? It's easy peasy because of Kratos power. So be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Let's look at these last three words of his might. This is a Greek word that's a picture word. It's the Greek word iskuos, and it's the picture of an extremely strong man, a bodybuilder, a man with great muscular capabilities, or a man who is well able. Let me ask you a few questions so that we learn what this little phrase means of his might. First of all, is there anyone more powerful than God? I didn't think so. Is there anyone more able than God? Not a chance. Is there any force in the universe equal to the muscular ability of God? Absolutely not. Let's talk about the might of God for a minute. You know, with one stroke of God's arm, the entire universe was flung into being. With one stroke of God's mighty arm, the Red Sea was opened and the people of God walked across on dry ground. With one stroke of God's more than able arm, the mouths of lions were closed and Daniel worshiped 
in the lion's den. With one stroke of God's mighty arm, the Jordan River was dried up even in flood stage, and the people of God walked into the land of promise. With one stroke of God's mighty arm, a little shepherd boy, barely into adolescence, a toothpick of a boy, really, he slayed a hulking, drooling, and massive giant. With one stroke of God's mighty arm, a virgin conceived a child and gave birth to the Son of God. With one stroke of God's more than able arm, his power surged into the caverns of hell and ripped Jesus out of the pains of death. With one stroke of God's mighty arm, God stripped powers and principalities naked and made a public display of Satan's embarrassing defeat. With one stroke of God's mighty arm, God came as a rushing mighty wind and filled an upper room with his awesome and life-changing power. This same Kratos power of God operates in the earth today. It has not gone into hiding. It is not diminished, and it has not weakened. This same Kratos power of God lives in you, and it lives in me. And so the words of Paul echo through the ages. Finally, men and women of the 21st century, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Do you understand what this means? God's muscles are backing up your life. When the enemy looks at you, he sees the Kratos power of God. No wonder we can go into battle unafraid. We are wimps no longer. We are scaredy cats no longer. We are fearful no longer. We are out of control emotionally no longer. Okay, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Now we're ready for some battle. Now we're ready for some foot-to-head conflict. Now we're ready to bring down some strongholds. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Now that you are powerful, let me introduce you to your enemy. There really is an enemy who doesn't want you to grow in the Lord. The enemy doesn't want you to move ahead in your faith. He wants you to be paralyzed with fear and to sit in your chair and to cry all day long. Your enemy wants you to eat yourself into a stupor and to spend yourself into bankruptcy. When the enemy who lives in a dark, dark place, sees you begin to grow in the Lord, your enemy begins to prowl. As long as you are crying, eating, spending, and emoting, your enemy is sitting back in his dark room, smiling, grinning, and gloating. But when you rise up in Kratos power and move forward in your faith and in your destiny, all hell breaks loose. The devil tries to trip you, to bind you, to torment you, and to kill you. But just like Jesus, because of Kratos, we are the men and the women who rise up in spite of this enemy who tries to kill us. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. This was an easy illustration for Paul to use. 
I wonder if one day when Paul was in prison worshiping, praying, being in awe of what God had done for him, if the Holy Spirit had him lock eyes on the Roman soldier who was guarding him, as Paul was captivated by the nudge of the Holy Spirit to look, to fix his gaze on this soldier's armor, I wonder if the Holy Spirit began to speak to Paul about how we as Christians are supposed to dress as soldiers in the army of the Lord, because this Roman soldier was dressed to kill. He was dressed for murder. He was dressed to annihilate. And so Paul said, put on the full armor of God. This word put on is the Greek word enduo, and it means quite simply the act of putting on a new set of clothes. God has supplied it. You put it on. You must choose to take these battle dressings and put them on your life in a daily way. Paul and the Holy Spirit are ordering you to put on the whole armor of God. Do not leave one piece off. How ridiculous to leave the house without your shoes or without a shirt on. No, we're going to put it all on. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able. Now, this little phrase, so that you may be able, it's a word in the Greek that is derived from a word that you know, because I've taught it to you before. It's the word dunamis, which is the word for power. So when you put on the full armor of God, not leaving off one piece, you have incredible, explosive, and dynamic power. For the first time in your life, you will be able to confront the enemy rather than merely be pursued by him. You will become the aggressor rather than the pursued in the battle with the enemy so that you may be able to stand. The word that Paul uses to describe our posture with the whole armor on was a military term. And do you know what it meant? It meant attention. A Roman soldier would be standing upright and tall with his shoulders thrown back and his head lifted high. You are called to stand at attention. It's the Greek word stenai. My friends, quit living your life slumped over in defeat, but stand at attention, ready to take on the powers of Satan himself. You are equipped to knock the snot out of the enemy that would dare assault the children of the Most High God. Let me tell you one more thing about this word stenai, which means to stand. It described a soldier who was given the job of maintaining a critical and strategic position over a battlefield. So stand guard, deny over the battlefields in your life. If God has called you to fulfill a specific assignment, you must stand guard and maintain a critical position over that assignment until it has been completed. Therefore, until the job is finished and the battle is won, you must deny, you must stand guard over the will of God for your life. Do not give the enemy an inch. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. This word against is the Greek word pros, and it means a face-to-face encounter, eyeball to eyeball. Now remember, 
You're a soldier with your shoulders thrown back and your head lifted high. You are courageous and powerful and mighty. And you're staring down that little wimp, that little defeated enemy. You are more than a match for him. The enemy shakes in his shoes when a child of God get this. We don't shudder at the thought of the devil. He runs scared at the thought of us. Now, We're not done with verse 11 yet. We haven't studied against the schemes of the enemy, but you'll have to listen tomorrow to understand what you're standing against. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.